And I've got a microphone and you do not, so you will listen to every goddamn word I have to say. Okay. Hello <laughs> to you, too. <laughs> well, well, well. What's up, Rich? This is the uh, Noise yeah. Brigade bringing it back at you. Yeah, wide awake at 10 o'clock on a Sunday. Woo! Nice. Uh, you need the you need the blossoms team. You just had a, a couple hour ride back on the road, so you you need to you're you're amped up for this. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was just a test too that bothered me. Um, uh, Melanie died, and Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers just died. Yeah, Carl fucking Weathers. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw yeah, actually, yeah, Rich, you need to comment about that real quick because you just met Melanie not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, she um looked dead when I met her. Uh, <laughs> So it isn't really a surprise. <laughs> um, it was funny. It was not funny. Uh, but yeah, I went to a, a horror convention. Um, this one was in East Rutherford, New Jersey. It's a rather big one. It's Chiller Theater. And they get like musical guests too. And uh, yeah, Melanie just happened to be on their guest list. Um, so I got everybody else I wanted to see that weekend. And I went to go uh, stand in line for Melanie. And uh, surprisingly enough, Melanie did not have a big line. For people who don't know who Melanie is, maybe we should start there. Melanie um, was most famous for her song, uh, brand new roller skates or brand new key. You got a, I got a pair of brand new roller skates. You got a brand new key. Uh, and as you get older, you realize that's totally a song about sex. Yeah. And it becomes even cooler. Um, and then apparently at some point in time, she may or may not have banged, uh, uh, not Keith Richards, the other one with the big lips. Not Steven Tyler. Thank you. Yeah, Mick Jagger. Um, and I mean, she had some good songs. She was a, a you know a '60s folk, you know, rock singer kind of thing. She was at Woodstock. Uh, blah 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 blah. Uh, fast forward, Woodstock was '69. I met her two years ago, so uh, 60 years later, whatever the hell it would be. Um, she was a very beautiful uh, younger lady who um, has now grown to be um, 280 ish and in a wheelchair. <laughs> and uh, so I waited in her line. And uh, we waited in her line, and uh, we waited in her line, and apparently she went up to take a nap, and now nobody could find her. I'm like, hmm, Melanie's old, and she went up to take a nap, and now nobody knows where she is. Has anyone checked to make sure she's still alive? Mm. And uh, eventually her son brought her. She was there with her son. Um, apparently she, she toured, uh, even like recently, up last year, she was touring with her son who was playing guitar with her, and they were still, you know, uh, doing music and stuff and she still had a really nice voice and everything she just didn't look like melanie but i don't imagine if i make it to 70 something i'm gonna look the same as i do now so i don't want to hold that against her so i almost feel bad for calling her fat but she did get a little big um but she was a very nice person uh, she had very nice flowery writing on the records i got signed by her um i wasn't the biggest fan i just happened to have a couple records and she was there so it was one of those kind of things i my yeah only introduction to her was when they used that roller skate song in one of the jackass movies i thought we were gonna say roller girl from uh, uh yeah boogie nights the, i've never seen boogie Nights. oh uh, yeah we've, 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 yeah, we've talked about that before yeah you are it's a great movie so so if i have ever said i'm a star i'm a great big star i'm a great big shining star you have no idea what i'm talking about no fucking idea uh, you also understand why yes, how, you understand how dolph ziggler got his name because yeah. the lead the lead character is Dirk Diggler. Ah, uh, yeah. 
That's that's Marky Mark's character. At the very end of it, he's trying. He's a porn star. He's trying to get himself uh, erect and ready to film, and he's just staring himself in a mirror, going, "I'm a star. I'm a bright, shining star." And he's having a hard time getting it up because he's uh, old and washed up at that point. It's a really good movie. I mean, it despise the porn and stuff like that. It was was good. Okay, it's it's a good one. It's got an all star cast too: Philip Seymour Hoffman, Burt Reynolds. Marky Mark. This is the and that to me is a lot of grim. This is the anniversary of Philip Seymour Hoffman's death. Too. I think it was like twenty years ago or something like that. Is it really been that long? Ago. Yeah. Oh shit! Wow. It was, uh, it was this week that he died because I was just listening to a podcast about it. Yeah. I just don't remember how long. It was either thirty years ago, which I don't think it was. Twenty 10, years ago. 10, 10, 10, 10, years, ten years ago. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's got to be like ten. ten. Yeah, ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, because he did several things after that too. Because um. Yeah, he he was pretty, you know, uh, pretty active really up until the point that he died. Really, yeah. They, they used some uh, computer magic to finish his role in uh, Hunger Games, whatever Hunger Games movie that was. I think that was his last thing. Hmm. Um. So, all right, now that we've we've started off with a downer, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, Carl Weathers passed as well. Everybody knows him. He was the original Creed in the Rocky movies. Yep. Yeah, he yep. was Apollo and, Creed uh, in the Rocky movies. He was Grief Karga in The Mandalorian yeah. most recently. Um, he was why well, can't I remember the, the golf or the, the coach's name in Happy Gilmore? Um oh, uh, uh yeah, uh, uh Chubbs, Peterson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was the, the black guy in the, I'm doing air quotes, uh, but he was the black guy in the first Predator movie. I don't even know if he had a name, yeah. he died. But, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he, I mean, he had an illustrious career. We're, we're doing him a disservice by not like actually discussing his full, uh, catalog of movies, but no, and we should, our, uh, we'd be remiss, be remiss too that, uh, you know, he, he did, uh, you know, play a little football too under, um, John Madden, which is pretty cool. So he had a pretty, pretty interesting life and career. Yeah, no, absolutely. So pouring one out for, uh, Carl Weathers. I just found out Tom Brady is going to have a baseball career before. And I know we're totally getting, totally getting off topic, but. Uh, yeah, Tom Brady a, was drafted uh, by the Expos. Yeah, he's got a rookie card. Yeah. Does he? Yeah, yeah, it was released, um, oh gosh, uh, sometime, I think last year. Oh. I mean, this was, this was, he, had, he had one of the age. It was like a Bowman one or something like that. Oh, an actual, like, in the junk wax? Yeah. Well, the post junk yeah. wax, I guess, but in that era. Let's see. Uh, I was, that was the biggest shock since I found out that that other guy's name wasn't uh, Ryan. It was Rin. Two big shocks. Oh, no, Ryan Yeah. No, yeah, it's still pronounced Ryan. Not spelled Ryan. It's no, it's not. It's not pronounced Ryan. It's Rhine, like Rhineland yeah. in Germany. That's right. Nineteen ninety-five Bowman. Hold on a second. Get the fuck out and, of here. And so another thing that'll blow your mind, uh, Seth Green was from Philadelphia. Oh, I knew that. that either. Yeah. I knew that. I think that Tom Brady card is a stylized card. No, it so, is from the... but the one that was good, the one that was being uh, circulated a lot, was actually released last year. The one that's going for like this, the 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 one the one of one super fractor or whatever. That's the one that's going for like a hundred thousand dollars or some crap. Uh yeah, that's the one that keeps getting the rounds. 
Yeah. I think that's how I found out about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was like, yeah, I figured that was the way, but yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, so anyhow, let's talk some games. Let's uh, let's let's start with one of our frequent targets of our our of our ire, uh, limited run, limited run games. So they've since partnered with a new distribution partner, and they're called Purple Dot. And this is supposed to hopefully streamline the process a little bit, get things moving quicker. So I got an email from them, and I wanted to look and see, all right, well, let's let's see what good old Limited Run has going around. Because in addition to the news of them um, switching partners, they also have announced that they're going to be one of, you know, when they can, they're going to try to, and we discussed this a little bit last episode, um, they're going to try to keep physical games alive on the Xbox Series X. So I figured, well, let's let's give it a look. Let's see what they got. And they actually have some stuff that kind of intrigues me. Um, some more than others. But there were three things that really that stuck out to me. And I'm like, all right, these three might be okay. An honorable mention to Arrow the Acrobat 2, which they're releasing on physical cartridge for the Genesis and Super Nintendo. I have no interest in it because I fucking hated the first game. So... <laughs> I'm not trying to get Air of the Acrobat. But there were two collections that I'm interested in, and then there's another one that they're doing for the original consoles, the Genesis and the Super Nintendo. Uh, so that one is going to be Zero the Kamikaze Squirrel, which I remember hearing about when we were younger, but I never played. So I'm not likely to buy it, but it was just cool to see it. Um, so they're doing a re-release of that. Now, the, the two collections, and these are coming out for the Switch and PS4, PS5, I believe. I don't think they're getting Xbox releases, but they've got multiple different um, collector's editions. And we'll get into that in a second, too, as it relates to the new distribution plan. But they've got the Sparkster collection. So Rocket started off as Rocket Knight Adventure. And then, for whatever reason, I guess they figured that wasn't a good enough name, so they changed it to Sparkster. And there's three games in the collection. They're releasing that. And Cosmic Fantasy Collection, which is it's some RPGs that came out on, like, I think, like, the Amiga and stuff like that. But it looks like it's, like, your classic JRPG-type games. And so I'm interested in that because I like those games. And I figure, you know, I might look into these, these couple games. But what I noticed when I looked at them is they, instead of making it so that, well, all right, I know you're just getting the normal standard standard edition. You have to wait until everybody who's getting all these super special editions gets theirs before you can get yours. They're now shipping. If you just order the game itself, you get that when it's ready. So, for instance, for the Sparkster collection, if you order the regular edition, it comes out between like in august if you order the special edition it comes out in december so you're not having to wait for everybody else to get their shit together before you can actually get your copy of the game if you don't want a special edition and i think that's pretty cool and i think that'll honestly i think that maybe that'll start alleviating some of the bottlenecking that they were getting with their stuff because you, know? you know you guys have said it I mean, they were practically waiting for every last little piece to be done, whether it was a record or whatever it may be, to ship, which upwards took up two years right. to get stuff sent out, which is pretty ridiculous. 
Yeah. And the last thing that, that was holding everything up, at least for the last, I think the biggest thing that I had waiting was the, the freaking trading card, which they've since discontinued. Um, but the, the trading card was what was holding up worms. So yeah, that's just crazy. Yeah. Uh, I know Rich with yours, it was it it was like a misprint on the record, if I'm correct. Yes. That was yeah. uh on something that I ordered. The record was ordered alongside of it, which was done. So now I <laughs> um I haven't bought much more from them since, but now I make sure to make sure everything is separate orders. Uh which is easier now because everything I don't know if everything's an open order, but it seems like you're doing more of an open order where you get like a window where you can purchase it as opposed to you have to be there at like 11 a.m. on a Thursday uh, in the first five minutes to get a copy of the thing. So I like the open pre-orders better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely sounds like they've kind of getting their act together because that was the one thing. Like, I, I've not done a whole lot with them over the years, but obviously, you know, talking with you guys, it just seemed like, why even bother? Um, yeah. You know, other than, the, yeah, granted, really cool stuff. But at the same point, like having to wait so long, it's like I would honestly forget about it. Like, why would I, why did I order this and why am I still locked into something that a decision I made a year and a half ago? Right. With a, a, a video game. You know what I mean? The other thing right. is those, those turtle games I bought are literally sitting in a box behind me that have never been opened except just to check to make sure it was the uh, the turtle things that I ordered. That's it. Yeah. Turtle but you're a, major, you're a major collector too, though. So, I mean, I could, I could understand if that's like one of your prerogatives. Like, but if you're like a, a hardcore, like, I really just want to crack into this to play it. Man, that would be me, and I'm like, yeah, dude, no, you had a year and a half to send it. Like, just give me my money back right now. <laughs> like, I don't want it. So now, here's here's one of the cool ones that they're doing. Well, I guess cool depends on your definition. So, um, you know, we, we talked at length about the Zelda CDI games, right? And, um... They've decided that they're releasing this game called Arzet, the Jewel of Faramore Collector, or Jewel of Faramore, right? And they are releasing a, I don't even know what to call it. It's a, ah, fuck. It's a recreation, I guess, is the best way to put it. It's a recreation of that controller so you get the uh oh the yeah that, controller oh god yes i just looked that up holy crap yeah. <laughs> yeah so now i don't know how you get it i don't know if you get it when you order the um when you order a spe a special edition or if you have to actually order that controller itself or or how that all works but it's showing up as a separate uh, separate pre-order. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know who in their right mind is going to buy that, but I'm sure it'll sell out because it's something stupid. So, like, people are definitely going to buy it. You know that. That controller looks like, like the type of controller now. And I, granted, I get the, uh, the, the callback to the CDI, but it looks like the type of thing now that controls most objects like heated blankets. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, air conditioners. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely fans. Right. <laughs> like, I, 
I just don't like. I I don't know, man. I can't. you don't you don't you don't want to drop thirty five bucks on that thing. I I kind of do. That's the sad thing because you know what I kind of want to do is I kind of want to get it, and then I kind of want to beat someone with it. <laughs> like I kind of want to go to limited run games and because we can go to the physical location, but I want to take it there. And I want to say, hey, whose idea was it to make this? <laughs> and when they tell us, I want to beat them with it. <laughs> I got a thing that looks like a, a bootleg Gravis gamepad that I use with my CDI. Nice. But the, the idea of that big LA controller... I'm sorry? You have a CDI? Of course I have a CDI. Yeah, how do we miss this before? <laughs> and I got a movie and I got the movie card in it so I can play the games that uh, need the movie card, like the wonderful um Thunder in Paradise uh exclusive game for um <laughs> wait, did you buy the one from that the McStays had? No, no, no. This one I got this is actually my second one. I had one when we were kids and I got rid of it because it sucked. And uh I love the fact that you have, uh, at one point in your life, have owned it multiple times. That's just fantastic. Yeah. That, is, what? that you've owned it multiple times. That's just oh, fantastic yes. to me. <laughs> That's like somebody who has a shit. Oh, my God. Dude, you got to get that signed by Hulk Hogan. And I have the... Um... What the fuck? Oh, I got one of the. I got the. I think it's Wanda Gannon. Wanda Gannon line is the one Zelda game I have. They're stupid expensive though, so I'm never gonna get any more of them. It yeah. came with the CDI when I bought it and uh, Hotel Mario. Okay. What's no, nice you, is there. There's no copy protection, so you can just burn them on the CD and play them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, you realize that before I move out of Florida, the three of us have to go see Hulk Hogan at his surf shop, right? Yes. I didn't know he had yes. a surf shop. Yeah, he's got a surf shop. He's got a fucking surf shop on the fucking Gulf of Mexico where there's no fucking waves. <laughs> Does he that's sell that? That's because Jimmy Hart's that... scared of waves, brother. Does he sell that bootleg grill that was catching on fire? Does he still have stock of that? Probably. I, dude, I wouldn't be surprised. He, he's got... <laughs> he's got Hulk Hogan sex wax. It's just, boot, it's just bootleg Ron John surf yeah. shop stuff. It just yeah, crossed out. Say, it says Hulk Hogan, like yeah. an NWO, like <laughs> he's got woo, woo energy drink, but it's crossed out as his brother, brother energy drink. <laughs> <Dude. laughs> hey, it is it is the anniversary of uh, Booker T telling Hulk Hogan he was going to come get him, yep. and then dropping a racial slur. Yep. Yeah, I tell you what, though, you watch. You tell me, you find. You know, through the annals of uh, wrestling pr promo history, um, you know that's a top ten passion. Oh yeah, he just was running. It was like, oh man. News now that uh, Vince McMahon may actually be going to jail. Might do time. Oh, yeah. Like the FBI oh, he's, yeah. Into, uh, <laughs> oh, he's yeah. He, he's being federally investigated. Yeah. yeah. Or not Hogan. Vince is fucked. Vince is going to jail. Johnny Ace is going. Uh, Johnny Ace may go to jail, but Johnny, he, Johnny, Johnny Ace turned on him. He said that uh, he was a victim in the whole yeah, thing. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, I was just doing what the boss to told me to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's gonna. To yeah, he's he's basically got the plea deal now, so he'll get the sweetheart boss, deal, and he'll the boss said get I should have minimal. sex with this girl, so I did. Yeah, yeah, he'll get minimal time, which is crazy. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Um, 
You know who actually I, I was watching uh Shane Douglas talk about it last night on uh on his podcast. And he was like, you know, Johnny Ace for for all the shit that gets where he gets made fun of and stuff, dude actually has a way with women and really didn't need Vince to be handing him women on a plate. Mm. Like as as fucking crazy as that sounds. But um but he said but no him and then Brock Lesnar's Dunzo. They marked down all his merch on the on the website. He's done. They're taking him out of the games. They took yeah. him out of, they're taking uh, Yeah, I'm surprised uh, they didn't just completely get rid of it. Huh. Yeah, he's gonna uh, he's gonna be I think it, he's gonna be the next Chris Benoit. Well, they just or, completely vanished him. Like yeah. I'm surprised that there's anything even existent. Yeah, Lesnar still has stuff listed. That's crazy. Yeah, I I have a feeling that he's gonna be like they're just gonna stop mentioning him altogether on all media. Um, Definitely, obviously, not going into the Hall of Fame. Um, at any maybe when he's like old and decrepit. They, they brought Hogan back. Did they bring he's him back in? Oh, I yeah. thought he was. Oh yeah, they yeah. Did put him back in. Yeah, well, Hogan was doing the uh, plus. He's heck. He he did the voiceover opening to Rumble I'm this sure, year. Yeah. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, all right. So they forgave him. So maybe eventually Brock will be back. He maybe he won't get the Benoit treatment, but he's gonna be he's gonna be disappeared for a while. Well, and the other thing too is you're you're kind of dealing with a dip. Like we we talked about this before, we're dealing with a different atmosphere now. It's you know uh different owners you know it's it's a whole different ball game you might have some of the similar people still in charge with triple h nick Khan, whoever but you know they're all answering to somebody else at this point so and let me let me give credit where credit's due too because and i don't want to sound i don't know how to make this sound any way other than me being a douchebag but um i was extremely like i knew that shane douglas was a smart guy um and articulate and everything. I was just very surprised at his take on everything. I expected him to be more of a, I don't want to say a good old boy about it, but like I expected him to, to take a different point of view on it. You know, Shane's he, a teacher, right? Huh? You knew Shane's a teacher, right? Like I did he, not know Shane's a teacher. So Shane, Shane got his degree in education. He was a teacher, uh, which was funny because it was um, like they always made the thing about Spike Dudley being the substitute teacher, Shane was a legitimate teacher and then wrestling. And then when he was done with wrestling, he actually got back into teaching. Oh, um, yeah. And that, again, I don't know if he, how much he stuck with it, but yeah, now he's, it's, so the whole like Dean Douglas stuff in their mid, mid nineties um, WWE, where he was like, you know, made to be this very intelligent person is fairly accurate. <laughs> oh, no, no, Well, and that's the thing. And I'm not, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not trying to say he's not intelligent. I'm not trying to say anything any of that nature i would never you know i would never judge somebody for, on their intelligence based on the fact that they're a wrestler because there's a lot of wrestlers are extremely intelligent people um but i just i kind of figured he would be more i didn't think he'd be as progressive as he was on it if that makes sense I, I, i'm i know what i want to say in my head but i can't convert it to words so maybe i shouldn't be a teacher but uh, <laughs> you, you, thought, you thought Shane Douglas was the rapist, is what you're saying? No, 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 no. I didn't think Shane <laughs> well, that's Douglas what I heard. was the rapist. I just, I just assumed that he would be Judge more Bastard. like, more like, well, let's let's not, 
Let's see where the chips fall protect, or whatever. You'd want to protect the business more than worrying about, you know, anything else. And no, he was he didn't at all. He was very much like, listen, you know, in the age of in the age that we're in, it's hard to believe that you know that someone would could be so evil to do what Vince did. Like he said that that's just pure unadulterated evil. You know, that's not only is that someone's daughter, someone's sister, whatever. That's a human being, and the fact that someone can treat another human being like that is just he, he couldn't be honest. He's so evil that if he just would have paid her the hush money he promised her, it probably. But he tried to fuck her over on hush money. Right. That's yeah, how evil it's it crazy. goes. Crazy. Crazy. It's not. You know what? It's and that's not evil though. You know what that is? That what he did is evil. Absolutely. The not paying the hush money is fucking arrogance. Yeah. That is no one on this or I have so much power and so much wealth and I'm Vincent Kennedy McMahon and no one can do shit to me because I fucking know people because I'm Vince McMahon and I'm untouchable. Well, guess what, motherfucker? You're about to get touched in a big bad way in ways that you don't want to or maybe you do. I don't know. And I'm not judging you. Whatever you want to do is up to you. But now if you're going to know what it feels like. Huh? He said if he was a few years younger, he could run for president. That's true. But now he's gonna now he's gonna know what that girl felt like because he's gonna be well, no, he's not. Let's be real. It is Vincent Kennedy McMahon, and he'll be in some kind of cushy ass bullshit federal penitentiary where he's in like he's got people catering to him and all that bullshit. He's not gonna be in actual real people jail because he's rich. Let's face the truth here. He's not going to have it as hard as somebody as he should have. Bill Cosby's not in jail anymore, so he'll figure out a way to get out of it. Dude, you, you're not wrong. That's crazy. That's actually a oddly enough, that's an interesting comparison. Yeah, because uh, you're right. I mean, you're talking about someone rich, famous, and um, did some very really bad things, oh. and um, yeah, out the door yeah. in no time. Whereas the regular person. And I'm not talking about the multi-million dollar hush money stuff, whatever, would still be behind bars decades out. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Bill Cosby's ass should still be in jail. CeeLo Green should be in jail. Like, all these fucking celebrities. Fucking lock them the fuck up, man. I'm tired of this shit. Fucking tired of it. I love the fact that we went from um, the CDI (laughs) (laughs) to CD's nuts. Yeah, right to this, right to right to right to twenty five right. to life. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about other shit, please. Um, I had a video game topic I wanted to bring up too, but I think it's more of its own show. There's this YouTuber I watch called Phoenix Resale. He was just a, I don't want to call him a scummy reseller, but he's a scummy reseller. Like he goes and buys or whatever. Uh, but he decided he wanted to um, fund a web app, well, an iPhone app. Uh, a phone app it was going to be a collector's app and it was funny because it was he posted videos like for the progress but he posted them um at the end after it was all done so you got to see him make all these mistakes that he wouldn't have made if he asked anybody any kind of information and especially coming from you know a working as a as a software engineer he's like well you're... so so it was just funny because he, he wanted to build a collection app and he wanted to tie it in with Amazon's API and eBay's API so he could get the selling thing so basically so people could get their collections of games and see what they'd be worth on eBay versus selling on Amazon 
Um, and then he was building in his own biolist into it too, which is what he was doing for it anyway. And uh, in his first video, he said um, he talked to some people and he thinks it was going to cost him 20 grand to get all this done. And it would be done uh, in like two or three months or whatever. Um, and then it turns out he had no idea what he was talking about. And uh, he wound up spending 140 grand on this uh, uh, project. Whoa. And um, yeah, and he never got the API access to eBay because it was against eBay's terms of service, what he wanted to do. So he never bothered looking into that either. <laughs> and it was just um, a funny, uh, like I said, just the whole thing was kind of fascinating. So he scanned that. So was he like, was he asking for money from people? Like, no, 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 no. He's legit. No, he put all this money out of pocket. It's his own personal. Investment. Oh, 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 no, oh he's just, okay. he, he films videos of himself going to like, uh, he started out with videos of himself going to pawn shops and stuff like that and buying games to then flip to see, you know, these are the games you can resell. And he's got like a, a following of resellers. It, it depends on how you feel uh, about resellers. Like I'm a little, uh, a little anti reseller, but you know, I kind of understand yeah. the, no, I'm anti-reseller. And my question is, has this fucker never heard of uh pricecharting.com? Well, he yeah, he mentioned price charting a couple of times. But there's other apps that are more so and not only that, but the app he's titled or the app he, he hired a marketing company too, which was smart. Like it was good to hire a, a marketing and branding company, but they came up with the name one up uh for the app. And if you just go in the app store and type in one up, you get like nine different apps called one up that all do different, uh, different things. And there's so just like a lot of one up.com. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of like, what are you, uh, but it's just, like I say, it's got a whole series of videos. Um, like I think you do one a month just doing updates on it. Wow. And then you, I mean, if you look through the comments, it's like, you have, and he, he mentioned this on his last video. The video came out yesterday, which is why it was fresh in my mind. Um, his last video was like, you know, I was reading through the comments and you had basically three groups of people. You had the software engineers tell me I have no idea what I'm doing and I should have asked somebody else. You had the people that originally he was going to charge $50 a month for this app. too. So he had the group of people who are saying that nobody's ever going to spend $50 a month on your stupid app. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It was just, it was interesting watching going. him uh, learn all this stuff. What a dumbass. Just going in with no, no information, no idea yeah i'm glad he lost some money fuck that guy first of all you're a dirtbag because you're a fucking reseller second of all if you have that money to lose to try and make an app that you think you're gonna charge 50 dollars a month for good i'm glad you fucking lost some money you're a dumbass fuck you yeah that's i don't know i don't even know where to begin though the, the first of all the 50 dollars a month thing is just I don't, know. I don't even know where you go from that and there are other tools that exist but I don't know. It's one thing to be rich, like you said, yeah, good marketing, good branding, whatever. But you, you know, sometimes you just gotta you gotta cut right to the meat. There, I mean, has to have something that at least halfway works <laughs> if you're well, gonna. It was it was funny because he was making every mistake a startup person makes. Like he was like, I went to have to do this when it comes out. And then he was adding nine different features to it there. So that's called scope creep. So he's like, he's taking, well, this is what I think I want, but I also want all this other stuff, which makes it more expensive and bloats it. Um, and then he he was smart enough not to outsource it, but he picked a rather cheap firm with two guys in his area. And uh, there was just two two developers. And one of them wound up leaving during the, the beginning of the project. So that yeah. fucked everything up too. Yes. 
And it was just, yeah, just okay. And then not oh, looking at anything man. else. There's um, Game Eye is one I use that lets you scan your stuff. It takes a picture, like it can do a search by photo. Um, and then, but what he's building is um, there's this app called TCG Player where you can look up like any kind of trading card game, like Pokemon, Magic, or whatever, um, and group them into different lots and stuff like that, too. Uh, but it's also the fact that he didn't realize there was going to be a monthly cost with it because you have to store data somewhere. So there's going to be a, a – uh, he didn't say what he used, but people usually use either Amazon or um, Microsoft has his or they're the same thing. So you need that kind of storage somewhere, which is a monthly cost, and you have all this other thing, an overhead. And it's just not knowing any of that or not asking anyone about any of that before charging forward. It's that whole due diligence kind of thing. Yeah, you know. Things that intelligent people do. Oh man! So let's um, let's get it. Let's bring it back to the list of shit that I had to talk about because I've never seen this. List. I'm just assuming you're making stuff up off the top of your head. <laughs> well, listen, man, this is going to keep me from losing my fucking mind talking about these douchebags. So okay, all right. So there was a breaking report not long before we went on the air, and it was correct <laughs> credit here. Uh, xboxera.com and it was actually yeah it was last updated five hours ago so starfield is coming to playstation 5 so not only is starfield coming to playstation 5 but apparently microsoft has invested significant capital in playstation 5 development kits so they are prepping to release a shit ton of games on PlayStation 5, as well as um, on Switch. So some of the games included being Starfield, which after they're going to release this big expansion, and then that's when it's going to come to PS5. You're going to be looking at Sea of Thieves, which will be coming to Switch and PS5. You're looking at Hi-Fi Rush, which is not just coming to Switch and PS5, but is also going to um, the Epic Game Store, which is also going to Steam, which is also going to some other... Um, there's another game store that it's going to. So, and they've what they've done is they've put different... Um, there's different icons that have been found in the game code and it's each different icon relates to a different storefront that it's going to go to because it's digital only. So when you buy it for said system, it's going to, you're going to have this special icon for hmm. each system it releases on. Um, and then on top of that, they're said to be reversing course on Bethesda games going forward being Xbox only. And that is including Indiana Jones. So for the time being, certain games are going to be Xbox first, timed exclusives essentially. But as the development continues on games, like X or Indiana Jones is almost done. It's coming out relatively soon. So that's the reason for the timed exclusive on that. But going forward, it seems like what their plan is, is that... The majority of their stuff is going to be platform agnostic. And we talked about this a little bit last episode with 
they laid off their entire physical media staff. So they're planning on going to that all digital future, which tracks with, we talked, how many months ago, we talked about that leaked FTC filing where they're going to do uh, the Brooklyn, where it's this, it's this, the updated Xbox Series X, where it's a cylinder and it's got two terabytes of onboard storage, and then it's not going to have a disk drive. This is all tracking for that. So they're saying that's going to be out in September. This is right in line with it. They're going to stop making physical games and they're going to go all digital and basically essentially turn themselves into a third party. Yeah, which we've we've talked about this for a long time now. Uh, this wasn't just this episode or last episode. And it makes sense. I mean, hell, look the name of the company. It's Microsoft. I mean, <laughs> they're it's not, not Microsoft. hard. Yeah, when exactly. They- when they were going through the whole purchase of Activision, they basically, not basically, they admitted that they lost this generation hardware-wise anyway, hardware-based, so yep. it makes sense. You can't keep buying all these software companies just to support your hardware that you already said lost, so it makes sense to them that, uh, you know, we'll get this out on everybody who's going to gonna purchase it yeah. kind of a thing. And that was, that was what they've been saying is internally there's been a lot of pushback against going multi-platform, but at the end of the day, what it came down to is how much money are we leaving on the table? So. Yeah. Yeah. That and uh, now it's interesting. Now it's you know, even more interesting now because now you basically have Nintendo and Sony that can sit there with, if, if this does happen and they start releasing, you know, what, what are supposed to be exclusive titles uh, to other companies, it's like, you know, what do the other guys do, you know, and uh, do, is there like you, Bob, you and I talked about this is that Nintendo Microsoft partnership, you know, is that a potential thing on the horizon, you know, as a competitive advantage to, you know, you know, who knows, or is it just, Hey, you know what? We found more ways to make ourselves more money, whatever. We don't care anymore. And the, the other thing. So um, one more thing on, on potential hardware and such. <laughs> Sony is kind of gearing up for that war against Nintendo because that's that's really who it is. And I think it's stupid for Sony to even really worry about fighting against Nintendo because I feel like every gamer has either an Xbox or a PlayStation 5 as their main gaming system and then has a Nintendo for Nintendo exclusives. You know, one way or the other, I feel like that's that's kind of how it goes. See, and, I have it backwards. I play more games on my Switch than I do on a PS5. Well, no, I no, I games on the PS5. I, I, I'm I, guilty of that too. <laughs> and I agree. No, I'm the same way. But what I'm saying is, like, for like the people who are playing like yeah. Call of Duty or people who are playing Madden or NHL or the show, yeah, they're, they're not playing that on their Switch. No. no, right, exactly. So they've got for the big AAA titles, they've got their Xbox or they've got their their PS5, and then for Everything else, they've got their switch, and, and it works well. It, it works well that way. Sony, however, is currently in development on an actual handheld that is supposed to have at least the power of a PS4 Pro, and will not be relegated to just a streaming device like the the PlayStation Portal. Do with that information what you will. 
does that mean they're going to maybe go to the next? Right? I don't see that as them taking on Nintendo. I see that as them taking on the, I don't know what any of them are called. The handheld, like the, um, uh, uh, no, not mobile. The, the give me a minute. There's, I'm thinking of what it's called. The oh, Steam like Deck. The, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. the other, there's other the Steam Deck like devices. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're all yeah, usually there's, like there's a bunch of them now. handheld. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And that's what it sounds like they're trying to get with this, uh, this handheld. So I, I agree. I mean, I, I can see that too. And that would make more sense to me because I really, I don't see Nintendo really as a competitor to Sony and vice versa. They're, they're two giant companies that people don't really, they don't need to fight against each other. They can both exist in the same space and, you know, they're not, know. one's not taken away from the other. I don't know who said it, but it, somebody smarter than me said this. So this isn't my thought. Um, but Sony has historically had a problem where they're different. Sony being that large company, the different groups within inside the company don't talk to each other. So you, they said that they had problems where like the people that make the games and the people that make the music and the people that make the movies will make the hardware never talk to each other. So you wind up with these ideas that start somewhere that would work better if you got help from other groups, never get the help from the other groups. And that's why they fail. So this could be one of those ideas too. It's like, well, if we, the hardware group wants to make this, so they're going to make it. Which maybe I, that I, I forget what I, we haven't even heard about it since it was released. That handheld thing they did that was just a, a, a mirroring device. The portal. Yeah, yeah. the mm -hmm. the back the backbone just got an update where that lets you use it um, as its own controller. So now you can use that with your phone or whatever, or you can use it as just as a controller for your PS5. So now that has more use than the um, portal thing that Sony. Just put out. Yeah, for for what? Because the backbone's what fifty bucks cheaper, right? Yeah. Or no, no, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Wait, how much? Is the more portal? than that. Or is a hundred bucks cheaper? The it's hundred bucks cheaper. Yeah. No, the port. What's the portal? Two hundred dollars, right? Yeah, it's one ninety nine, right? Yeah, a backbone's fifty bucks. No, I think it's a hundred bucks. Are you sure? I don't know. Peyton got one for Christmas. I thought it was only fifty bucks. <clears throat> Let's see, backbone PS five price. Uh, oh, it's 80 bucks. 80 bucks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Seeing 79, 99. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, 99. All right. So, okay. It's been on sale, though. Like at Christmas time, I think you could have got them for around. Yeah, it's very price. likely. Yeah, I'm sure there's there could have been a special. Yeah. 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 Right. I think so, regu regular regular goes for 100. So, all right. So, so $100 less than what you're, you know, than what you're paying for the portal. Now you can get you can play anywhere. You can get this, the remote app for everything. And play your PS5 games right on there, anywhere. Right. Yeah, it's actually a pretty genius device, really. I mean, yeah. not that I, you know, I, I think it's neat. I don't know that. I still haven't found a way that I'd want to sink a hundred dollars into that. You know, yeah. I don't know why it's, but maybe that's just me because I I don't have the, you know, if I'm playing a game on my phone, it's some crap free mobile app that i downloaded yeah. you know that's that's just the nature of who i am and i'll put it play for 10 minutes and i'll be done with it but i could certainly see like you said uh, the, the 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 kid generation of the kids now certainly something that they would be digging you know that age into high school you know hey i just found out that if you have the xbox app on your phone you can play microsoft jewel 2 on it 
and I've been fucking addicted. <laughs> uh, you know, I paid but, zero dollars for that. But you had uh, mentioned the Starfield thing, and we've talked about it here before, and in off off pod and whatever. And and I I, I hemmed and hawed and really thought about you know looking at an Xbox just to play that because I was like I'm still itching to play that game, but I just kind of justify sinking the money into the Xbox. It just it just kind of do it. It's like I have a PS5. Also, there's stuff that really wasn't touching, and it's like, am I really gonna spend the money to do this? And then all of a sudden, hear about this tonight, and it's like, well, <laughs> you know, yeah, I was I was saying about Indiana Jones, but the same thing. I wasn't gonna buy another console just to play Indiana Jones because I still haven't finished RoboCop, but I really like that. So yeah, I mean, I, and I, like it's funny you just said talking about playing stuff. Like I've literally the only game I played for the, like the last month, like religiously, has been the new the, new, the newest Zelda. So it's just on my switch, you know. It's on. Yeah. I think we use the uh, kids will Tommy will click and play on the PlayStation from time to time, but I think I use that more as a multimedia streamer than anything else. Yeah, I've been playing. I finally started playing Halo Infinite, so I've been playing that on the Xbox, and I've been playing Pokemon on uh, on the Switch, and I'm gonna get Mario vs Donkey Kong when that comes out on the 16th. That's that. Uh, yeah, I I I I think that's in my queue. That, that's, I've been, I like those I've been games. thinking about picking up Tekken 8, but uh, I also want to go back and play Baldur's Gate. And there was, oh, that's Spider-Man 2. I never picked that up either. Yeah, yeah Spider-Man 2 looks good. Even though the first one kicked my ass, like, it, it, I just sucked at that game. But I really See, I, I did, Yeah, I, I almost 100%ed the main game and then started playing some of the DLC and got bored because the DLC was just, um, it just kind of felt tacked on. But uh I started playing Miles Morales, and then that was too close to the first one. But here, here, this this one's supposed to be good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that. And then obviously, when Wolverine comes out, I'm gonna have to get that. And I, I second the Baldur's Gate thing. I definitely need to dig into that. That's certainly up my alley. I just, you know, I still. Where's, have, where's the time go, guys? You know, I mean, come yeah, on, <laughs> dude. I still have uh, Diablo two. And Diablo Four that I haven't played yet. I haven't even cracked in it. I haven't even. I don't. I, I don't even own Diablo Four, and uh, that's another one that's another in my in my list of things I want to play. But I just, you know, well, that one that one came with my Xbox. So, I oh, was that the one you ended up getting that came with yeah. it? Cool, cool. Did it, did, that was just a right. It was like a still regular system color that wasn't it didn't like a, come with a skin or anything. Or no, no, no. It was the regular. It was the the regular system. Um, it was three fifty. Oh wow. Yeah, wow. I got the, the game and it, the game was already installed or I'm sorry, the game was already registered to the system. Mm -hmm. Um all I had to do was turn it on and set it up and then the game downloaded. Cool. Awesome. So it didn't even it, there was because when I opened it, I'm like, fuck, there's no there's no download code in here. Where's the little fucking card with the download code? But I guess people had been stealing them from the like uh, people who work there or whatever had been opening them up and stealing the codes and shit. So Microsoft is like, ah, eh, fuck that. We'll just, we'll, you know, register it to the system, and then it'll assign yeah. whoever's Xbox Live signs into it first. That works too. Yeah. So, all right. One more thing that I have, and then we can talk about whatever the fuck you guys want to talk about. <laughs> that is more than yours. Um, so, the PDP Riftmaster guitar controller coming out from manufacturer PDP. It is going to work for PC and then either your selection of you can get the Xbox version 
or you can get the PlayStation version. The Xbox version works with Xbox One and Xbox Series systems. The PlayStation One obviously works for the PlayStation 4 or the PlayStation 5. And the reason it's coming out, as much as I shit on this game, and I hate it, and I can't stand that it fucking exists, but thanks to Fortnite. Because Fortnite has had a rock band festival going on in their game where you play the you play rock band essentially with your keyboard or your controller and this controller is meant to assist people in playing that but it will be compatible with rock band 4 and rock band rivals for the xboxes and the playstations uh, i i've got nothing on the fortnite thing I, I you know at all i never never have i never will regardless of of this but i will say this I looked this thing up, and this thing looks cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> now, we don't have an exact date. We don't have a price. I would venture to say it'll probably be like 100 bucks. It's got a rechargeable battery built in. It folds down. It's got all your buttons you need, and it's got a thumbstick that's up near the head of the guitar. And we have a, we have a release window. So the release window is between March and May. Hmm. If you see Rock Band 4 discs out there, snag them because nowhere fucking has them. And now the prices are starting to go through the fucking roof on them because everybody's like, oh shit, you know, we thought we could just throw these away. And I'm sure like GameStop and shit did. And now it's back. So even my local game store doesn't have just the, the Rock Band disc. And they sure as shit don't have any of the setups for it. Yeah, I was trying to see. Yeah, you're right. There's no price that was announced, but um, yeah, yeah, there's nothing. I'm curious to see. Yeah, I am curious to see if that's going to release for price wise. I'm assuming, I mean, I would say as low as 80, I would say probably no higher than 100. And I feel like that's a pretty fair price for it, for what it is. Um, you know, you still have to use a dongle, which, su which sucks. I don't know how much latency that's going to introduce but which latency is very important in rhythm games especially right but i feel like they'll be you know you can adjust you can adjust the sensitivity and stuff and the screen you know all that shit in the settings of the game so it's fixable so yeah no see, it's I th that's cool looking though yeah Just give me fucking new plastic fucking instruments that's all i want <laughs> i just want to be able to fucking pretend that i have some kind of musical talent you know, I never got my plastic food attachment so I could do Jethro Tull songs in rock band, and I'm upset. So I'm exploiting <laughs> you because of that. That was good. That's good. Well, that's because they figured you'd probably try and turn it into an, a, a plastic skin flute. <laughs> All right. So, what else have we got? Anything? No, you threw out the uh, Starfield thing. I thought that was cool. I still thought my list. I got nothing. Rich, what do you got? Oh, I watched the the last couple episodes of the Kevin Smith uh, He-Man Revelations. Revolution. They called it something different, but it was the end of the season of the first thing. And I really, you know, I liked the first half too, and I really enjoyed the second half. I think it was nice. uh, worth a watch. I thought it was. Uh, I, my point of view is the original he-man cartoon sucks if you try to watch it as an adult today it was like early animation it was an advertisement the storylines were terrible um, but we were kids so we didn't know any better 
this is like just a modernized version that's fun to watch. Um, so, so I recommend that. Let me ask you this. Have you have you watched Echo at all on Disney Plus? No, not yet. No. I heard it's really good and I heard they have Kingpin and Daredevil in it, so I really want to watch it. I watched I watched the first episode of a show called I think it's called Obliterated on Netflix. Um it's about it's it was actually I heard about it on um Penn's podcast. Um and then another friend of mine recommended it. It's this uh team of action heroes. Uh there's a bomb in uh, a nuclear bomb in Las Vegas and they go and they get a team together. And this is the first episode and they find the bomb and disarm the bomb and capture the bad guy and then say, Hey, um, we finished this thing. We're in Vegas. We have all this money left over from the government task force, whatever they put together. Let's just go get wasted. And you see them doing a pile of drugs and this one guy, uh, does a pile of LSD and there's other guys mushrooms and there's a lot of sex and there's actually a lot of nudity in this um, Netflix show. Uh, and then at the very end of the first episode, you find out that there's another bomb, that this wasn't the bomb that they were going after. So now the rest of the season, they have to go do it while they're all super high and on um, psychedelics. And, stuff <laughs> and it's just that supposed to be uh, awesome. stupid fun. Yeah. It's supposed that to be really, awesome. the first episode was good. So I, uh, I was going to check that out. Um, that sounds awesome. And I started watching, uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I think there's a new season of Clone High on HBO Max. So that started. Yeah. Yep, season two. Yes. The new, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I started watching the new uh, Martin Scorsese movie with my mom. Uh, Flowers of the, I'm sorry, because I forget what it's called. Um, but it's about a true story, which I didn't know. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm probably going to go find the book so I can read the book. So it's based the on the Thank you. Yeah. That's based on a historic thing where um, this Indian tribe, the Osagi, uh, wind up getting, you know, all moved out to Oklahoma. And the land they have in Oklahoma turns out to be rich with oil. And luckily, somehow, they managed to get the head rights, they call it, to the oil. So they get the mineral rights for it. So they all wind up becoming rich. Um, but then, of course, the white man being the white man uh, moves in and starts marrying the Otagi uh, tribe. And somehow um, a lot of them start dying, mysterious deaths, the, the Native Americans. Um, so their white husbands get the rights to the oil thing. And um, for some reason, the local sheriff isn't really looking into all these weird, strange deaths. <laughs> Uh, so eventually they get the FBI involved. And I think one of the FBI, uh, no, the lawyer, the lawyer is being played by Brendan Frazier and uh, Robert hmm. De Niro is one of the, the bad guys. And um, because it's Chris Casey, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, plays another part. And um, it's really good so far, but I'm an hour into it, maybe an hour, 20 minutes into it. And it's three and a half hours long because it's a Martin Scorsese movie on a streaming uh, service. So I still haven't watched The Irishman because that's like nine hours long. Um, <laughs> this will probably go back and finish in a couple parts. Like it'll be a couple nights, but uh, I liked mm -hmm. what I saw. It was very pretty. Uh, I liked the story, even though the story's horrible. Um, and it almost makes you want to go find the book, read the book. Fucking Whitey, fucking it up for yeah. everybody. Well, I just looked it up, and it's based off of the uh, Osage Indian tribe uh, murders. And it says, if the Wikipedia, just real quickly. Uh, Osage County, Oklahoma. It happened between 1918 and 1931. 
and it says the deaths uh, at least numbered 60 and above, but it could potentially have uh, reached into the hundreds. Jesus. So, yeah, that's nuts. Fucking white man. Yeah. Um, yeah, luckily, they, they go out and um, it was it wasn't it's not the FBI. It was ever the precursor to the FBI was they went out and got them to come investigate. And I think the Pinkerton even involved too. Like they just had a couple different, uh, which is really fascinating. Like I'm not not that far into it yet, but I liked what I was liked what I saw. Tom, what have you been watching lately? Anything? Uh, just still watching uh, AP Bio. Uh, we just kicked oh. into season three. Uh, that I mean, that, we don't really do anything too crazy. So I have to have something lighthearted. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, there was. And the same podcast I was talking about earlier, that 30, 2010 one, um, there was a Matthew Berry show that I never heard of uh, called uh, Garth Morangi's Dark Place. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. That was on uh, – they would play that on Adult Swim. Uh, did they? Okay. This is – I never heard of it before, so I started watching it. Um, this guy plays basically Stephen King, and the, the premise is he created this series for the BBC that the BBC never aired. But because they're looking for stuff to air, they pick it up. So it looks like a bad 80s horror show, television show, like to the point where it looks bad. And you can see like they shoot to the guy. Uh, you have the guy in one frame. They go back to the guy he's talking to. They shoot back and the guy's got like something in his hand. And there's all these inconsistencies like that. I was fucking great. And it's um, like I said, Matthew Barry plays a main role. Uh, David the Koye, Richard Koye, I can't, I don't know any of these people. Oh, names. yeah, yeah, the guy from yeah, the, the guy. IT crowd. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, yeah. It's just great. It's just, thank you. That's it, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I need to watch it. He's got a woman who's psychic, and it's just, oh, it's wonderful. I've seen a couple episodes of that, but it was it was one of the ones that was on at, like, four in the morning. That be, like be, 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 it, It's... It's for free on Amazon Prime if you have Amazon Prime. Nice. Um, cool. And there's only be, being a being a British series. Uh, British series. Uh, it's only six episodes long. So. Oh, sweet. It should be easy, he, to, um, easy to both. So I've I actually got for thirty dollars on Amazon. I got Transformers Armada, the entire series. So Peyton and I've been watching that. And then last night, I rented Strays on Amazon because I had I had like. I had a bunch of credit that I'd gotten for like changing my day of delivery and stuff. So I used for like rental digital rentals and stuff. So I rented strays. Holy shit. That movie's fucking hilarious. Strays. It's the one with Will Ferrell. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And um oh, what the fuck is his name? Randall Park and Isla Fisher, and they all voice dogs. And um Oh, what the fuck is the dude's name? The guy that played um, the MacGyver, the MacGyver like ripoff on Saturday Night Live. Oh, uh, Will Forte. Yeah, Will Forte is the is the owner of Will Ferrell's dog, and he basically he abuses Will Ferrell the, like throughout his entire life. And then he drops him off in the city and he meets up with these other stray dogs. And they're like, no, dude, your, your owner hates you. He was trying to get rid of you. He never wants to see you. And he's, I'm going to go rip his dick off. <laughs> and so with the whole story, it's like homeward bound. But the whole time they're like, they get drunk because they, they find beer that like a restaurant threw out. And then 
they get lost in the woods. They're heading back to his house, so, and they're going with them. So it's like fucked up homeward bound. Like, <laughs> they end up they're lost in the woods, and they end up eating mushrooms because they're so hungry. And then they all start fucking tripping and shit. And <laughs> the one dog. So when they get high on the mushrooms, the one dog's like, "Oh look, look at all these stuffed animals I found in this hole." And they start all digging these stuffed animals out of this hole. And like throwing them around and playing with them, and they're having a fucking great time. And the next day, they all wake up in the middle of the woods, covered in blood and shit. And there's just pieces of rabbits everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up, but it's uh, dude, it's such a good fucking movie. Yeah, so I remember seeing the, I remember seeing the trailer for that. It did look pretty good. If you got kids, and everyone here kind of has a kid around them, um, that I watched with my nephews. The uh. Why did it just leave my head? Jesus Christ. Um, the Adam Sandler movie, the Adam Sandler movie on Netflix, uh, Leo, is it called Leo? Oh, Leo, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, it takes place in Fort Myers. Does it really? Does it? Yeah. Uh, that None of it, I mean, the, the, like the school's not real, and, and I'm I haven't seen it. Peyton watched it's it. It's a cartoon. So, yeah. yeah, Peyton watched it and and said, Oh yeah, it takes place in Fort Myers. So I don't know how accurate it is. It, it's it's a school pet that gets taken home every week to a different kid's house and he winds up talking to them and solving their problems. Yeah. It looked it's just kind of cute. Yeah, yeah it looked cute. It was, I, it was un, inoffensive for a uh, Adam Sandler movie. Which hey. He does his old Jewish man voice because he has got to do a voice and everything. Well, yeah, and I think Bill, I think Bill Burr plays the. Uh, there's there there are two. He think what well, the problem is he thinks he's dying because uh, he's an iguana and they only live to be. I forget what it is, and he's like, "That's how old I am." So he wants to pass on his information before he wants to be something before he dies. Well, that's fucking depressing. That's a good movie, though. He doesn't die at the end. Oh, oh that's good. Though. All right, all right. Well, that's good because you know what happens most of the time to iguanas down here is it gets cold and they fucking fall out of trees. <laughs> 